Marisa Brown, Senior Principal Research Lead for Supply Chain Management at APQC. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to APQC Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, I'm here with Dave Kurtz, Research Fellow at DSCI, to talk about the people side of supply chain digitalization. Welcome to the podcast, Dave. Hey, Marisa. How you doing? Glad to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. And I think we're going to talk about a very important issue because often when people talk about digitalizing supply chains, the big focus tends to be on the data itself or the enabling technology that allows us to derive insights from it. But as you're going to share with us, deploying innovative technology while central to making the digital transformation possible, the data literacy and management is equally essential. And leading digital transformations requires some serious people skills like influence and persuasion, negotiation, data engineering, data science, relationship building, even true collaboration. It's a long list there. It's a lot. The good, <laughs> the good news is that these skills can be developed to support efforts to derive insights from data integration efforts. And so please share with us some really key takeaways here, if you would, about how to manage the people side of the equation and drive successful digital supply chain performance improvements. All right. Sounds great. So look, let's look at, the, at this as a classic supply chain issue first. You know, so supply chain leaders are faced with meeting customer needs without increasing cost, especially supply chain costs. So an example of the trade-off that all supply chain leaders talk about and are um, worried about all the time is trying to meet customer needs, satisfy customers, maybe even delight customers, mm -hmm. but they can't necessarily have huge inventories of safety stock lying around waiting to satisfy those, those needs. That's too expensive. Inventory is not free. You know, so if I can always satisfy customers by holding these hard, large levels of inventory and shipping things in an expedited manner, uh, I might not really be performing very well, right? So the cost of holding that excess inventory, fast shipping, not really sustainable. So by understanding customer demand uh, with better accuracy, less latency, then we're going to be able to design supply chains uh, that can meet those customer needs and expectations uh, while being more efficient. So, but the important thing is that it's this digital supply chain, it's not a technology, it's really a strategy. It's an integration strategy rather than just a simple kind of technological deployment. Uh, you know, it's not a system. Uh, it's, it's a kind of a way of approaching the business. So you know, we understand demand. Uh, we can design supply chains to meet the needs of those customers and segments. Uh, it's going to require data, analytics, talent, technology, and then, you know, leadership. You know, it's, uh, and this, this is often the key is the leadership. It's uh, the deployment of these new digital designs requires working across enterprise functions. We've got to coordinate and share data. Uh, and uh, that is uh, more expansive in scope than a traditional planned source make and deliver of the supply chain function. 
that's an excellent point you make there that this really is a strategy it's not just implementing a, a new tool or system so can you talk to us a little bit about how is the leadership that drives this digital transformation different from traditional leadership actions absolutely yeah so i've been studying and working with organizations around supply chain performance issues and i really recently started looking more deeply into uh, the impacts of the people and talent side I found that per- performance isn't just about the skills, especially not the individual skills for people in our supply chain. Still important, still need those technology skills, still need process skills, still need functional skills and knowledge. All of that's super important. But the idea of a digital supply chain, which is kind of an organizational change issue, requires a mindset shift uh, and uh, an improvement in more integrated capabilities right so these ideas around collaboration you know it sounds like something we should do but it's actually kind of tough especially across functions right so we're trying to build trust between functions like plan source make and deliver you know some of the metrics that are measuring performance across those different functions are at times in conflict with one another so this is kind of what led me to believe that leadership was really the key to unlocking digital supply chain performance. If we're going to rethink the traditional supply chain from a back office function into a more front facing and more integrated role alongside sales, marketing, product development, then we need that internal cross-functional team mindset really committed to advancing digital supply chain. And that's a leadership challenge, not a technology one. That's an excellent point. Excellent point. It really is a leadership challenge. But sometimes as a leader, there's so many things on your plate all at once. Can you help us sort of sort through what do leaders need to do most urgently to create the conditions that would make or enable or help make a digital supply chain transformation happen? Yeah, you know, that's a, a kind of question that we get a lot at the Digital Supply Chain Institute when we're working with our member companies. You know, they, uh, most members uh, and, and companies get it, right? We want to become more digital. It's a way to reduce that pressure of trade-offs between cost and customer satisfaction. But where do I start? You know, I mean, do I start at the enterprise level? Do I start uh, at a business unit level? And uh, most often what we'll recommend is uh, start with your, your new customer, start with your customer segments uh, and leverage data sources around that. You know, so for your customers, uh, what are they after? You know, what sorts of uh, experiences, uh, what kind of service level, what kind of products uh, and services are they really looking for? Uh, and then if you're looking at that segment level, now you can apply some analytics to it. You can analyze data sources. Um, try to find out what customer pain points are being unmet. Segments and profiles around them. Um, better predictive modeling of demand rather than just reacting to demand. If you can get a good handle on that, then you can start to think about digital supply chain designs uh, that will be able to meet or exceed those customer expectations. Um, Now, that gives you a chance to actually rethink business models. And this is where, again, a a leadership mindset is essential because supply chain leaders have not often been tapped 
I, I believe, uh, for business model innovation uh, in the firm. But I, honestly, they're in a great position to help uh, to find out better ways to deliver value to customers. Uh, and if you can leverage different types of new processes and technology to, to outperform your competition through the supply chain, then you can have a better chance of winning. Um, and then talent, of course, you need uh, different types of talent, maybe new skill sets to execute on those business model innovations. But that's when the technology comes in. It's after you have developed uh, an innovation or a way to go beyond just digitizing standard processes. You're actually now delivering new ways of value. Now you can look at the technology and strategically select the technology that will allow you to execute on that model. This is very, very common um, in, in organizations. Uh, they, they often want to start with what technology will give us advantage. What new system software uh, or IoT technology or 3D printing technology or uh, other technologies can I, can I leverage uh, to improve my performance? Uh, a more strategic view of it is, again, starting with customer, understanding customer needs, maybe even consumer needs. You can get to that level. Uh, and then apply uh, analytics to better gain insights. That gives you a, a possibility of now strategically selecting technology that can give you a competitive advantage. So that's where we're headed with it. I really like that idea. Supply chain is a leader in the business model innovation. That's really awesome. Yeah, it is exciting. And I think it, it's indicative of what we're seeing in general with say, supply chain traditionally has been viewed as a kind of a receiver of information of requests from marketing and sales, uh, you know, to produce this amount and transport it to customers. But more and more, uh, we're seeing that supply chain leaders have opportunities uh, to take a step across that threshold and become a strategic business partner in uh, really developing uh, better ways of uh, reducing trade-offs and, uh, and improving business performance for the enterprise. That is great news. We can always use good news in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> a lot of challenges out there. And uh, it's easy to say leadership is at the, uh, the kind of uh, central point of solving all of those problems. But uh, very often it's true. We, we have to prioritize and uh, our leadership actions and behaviors, um, you know, can, uh, can get us out of some trouble. Yeah. Absolutely. So with that thought in mind, what do you think leaders should do to jumpstart digital transformation in their own organizations now? Yeah, I think it's important to have a plan. You know, so uh, I think having a kind of a leadership roadmap uh, of where you want to go. Um, and uh, to go back to a concept I mentioned a minute ago, um, figure out where you want to start. You know, so uh, again, some common mistakes are, I don't have the right people, or I don't have the right technology. Uh, so if I'm a leader, maybe the answer to that is let's start with the customer. Let's start with what our customers uh, are, are in, in search of. And, and let's take into consideration what our value chain partners, our other stakeholders, our competitors, 
you know, the markets, the economic conditions, some of the challenges we're seeing with uh, transportation, uh, with uh, parts shortages. Um, you guys are in the Houston area. You had the freeze last year, which uh, slowed down some of the chip production, uh, as well as Taiwan and uh, some of the uh, issues they had um, with droughts. So very interesting, these uh, external pressures are creating a situation where leaders in supply chain need to think strategically about how to overcome some of those challenges, uh, figuring out what your customers are looking for, uh, and then designing uh, new, more innovative ways of meeting those needs. That's the challenge, not necessarily just uh, taking an existing process and trying to squeeze more efficiency out of it. So that's what I think what uh, leaders should be looking for. Where is the business opportunity here? Not necessarily just uh, trying to cut cost out of the supply mm -hmm. chain. Uh, very interesting, very interesting. And I really like this focus on the people and the leadership instead of, I have this technology as a hammer, I'm going to go in search of a nail and I'm going to pound it in. <laughs> yeah. Now, some of those metrics are still important. Let's face it, you know, inventory <laughs> turns and performance and, uh, you know, there's a long list of forecast accuracy is one that, uh, wow, you know, if we, that has been the, the key uh, to unlocking supply chain performance for forever, uh, right? The better our forecast, the lower latency of information of forecasts, higher quality. I know that's something that's near and dear to APQC uh, is uh, forecast uh, accuracy and how fast and efficient those, those forecasts can be. Uh, so if a leader focuses on improving forecast accuracy and reducing information latency, that can unlock quite a bit of uh, supply chain uh, performance improvement. Uh, now, the key to doing that now uh, is to become more predictive. And the way you do that is uh, by using more advanced analytics and not just kind of looking at statistical, uh, historical performance uh, and then uh, extrapolating from there, but trying to develop better forecast models that are able to uh, leverage some of the new digital analytic technology uh, so we can improve uh, the quality and, and the, again, latency is the key. You can have a very accurate forecast, but if it arrives a month late, it doesn't really help you, right? You know, so uh, how can we, what can we, how can we use technology to speed up that process, reduce latency and get that accurate forecast um, a little bit faster. So that way uh, we are not subject to bullwhip effect. Very as interesting. As much, as much. Yeah, I mean, we're, much. All, we're always going to have some of it, right? It's that we can't eliminate it. That's why I think that the answer here is really more about um, reducing trade-offs rather than eliminating trade-offs. Great points. Thank you so very much for coming on the podcast, Dave. This has been the third in a series of episodes about digital supply chain transformation with DSCI. Stay tuned to the APQC podcast feed for the next episode, where we talk about the governance question in data sharing and data trading. And once again, I'm Marisa Brown. Thank you for joining us for this APQC podcast. And please go to apqc.org to learn more about our research. And to learn more about DSCI and digital supply chain transformation, check out dscinstitute.org. Thanks again, and we hope you have a great rest of your day. 